Hello and welcome to the Pilots Pod Blast Christmas Special. Yay! And I'll we'll put some Christmas music on, I think, when I come to editing it. Okay. All right, so I'm not sure what that's Jingle, jingle. Sound. Yeah, there'll be, that's what you do. You just get a normal piece of music and put a jangle and a jingle. Jingle and a jangle. And it's, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we're doing... Um, we're doing the Avengers, so it's not a pilot. It's not. A, it's not a pilot as we usually do with these things, mm-hmm. or a first show, or what have you. It's um, it's right in the middle of the fourth series, uh, and it's yeah, too many Christmas trees. Mm. You're looking forward to watching too many Christmas trees. Yeah, I don't think I've seen it. No, okay. if I have, I've forgotten. It's 1965, Christmas Day, 1965. The Beatles had just finished what would be their final tour in the UK. Mm. So, yeah, Beatlemania, very much this was, the Avengers was very much a part of uh, Cool Britannia, that kind of nonsense. Over on BBC One was Doctor Who and the Daleks, the Daleks Master Plan. Right. We can't... This is an episode that I would have preferred to do. It's called The Feast of Stephen, and it was the seventh episode in the run. It was originally... The Dalek Master Plan was meant to be a six-part series, yeah? Mm-hmm. And because everyone loved the Daleks, you know, someone gave the nudge and said, nah, make it a 12-parter. Yeah. Yeah, so they made it a 12-parter. And right in the middle, it landed on Christmas Day. So this is... This was the very first Doctor Who Christmas special. And you can't get it? No. It's one of the 97 episodes of Doctor Who that is missing. Most of Dalek Master Plan is missing. Oh. What they have of it is an audio recording of it that someone made. Mm -hmm. And I think it's seven photographs that someone took of their screen. Wow. That's that's all they have. Because the BBC back in the day didn't think... Oh, this is this is gonna be something that plays forever and ever and ever and ever and ever, amen. Yeah, and it's gonna make us bank. No. They they were thrown in skips, they were re recording over things. Uh, a lot of these missing episodes of Doctor Who have been found in skips. There's people in South Africa that the T V T V production companies that were buy, were buying the um buying the reels to show over in South Africa. Mm. Someone someone found some there. There's people in Australia, but they didn't always get all the episodes. Mm. So I don't think they got Dalek Master Plan because the Australian TV board decided that it was too violent. It was not not for... Anyway, this one episode, The Feast of Stephen, is, although it's right in the middle of the run of the Dalek Master Plan, it's, it's a Christmas special where... They break the fourth wall several times. Mm-hmm. They refer to actors being in other episodes of Doctor Who. Oh, I know him, yes, <laughs> and so on. Mm-hmm. And and at the very end, the Doctor turns to the to the camera and wishes everyone a happy Christmas. Right. And there's not another Christmas episode then till 2005. <laughs> right. Um. So I would have loved to have done that. That would have been cool. That would have been cool, but if. It's it's the holy grail, Dalek Master Plan. That's yeah. the holy grail of of for Doctor Who fans. Yeah, well, Doctor Who is always in our hearts and our thoughts. With it being very foggy, my children insist on me doing the Doctor Who uh, sound, you know, the um, titles. Yes. 
uh, when we drive through the fog. It was something I started because one of them was frightened of the fog when they were little. And now it's just a thing when the fog is oh, there. Oh, I suppose, yeah, because the later episodes, it is like a fog and a mist yeah. that the, the titles yeah. are going for. Coming back they? from karate on a dark, wintry night. And it, she just, where we lived, there was no street lights and it was just a bit dark for her. So I said, don't worry. I said, any minute the doctor's going to jump out now and say, you know, this is where it gets complicated. And then uh, I started doing the and did it all the way through the fog, stopped as soon as there was a break in the fog and started again. Yeah. And now it's just a thing you have to do when the fog's there. I've heard who's. Yeah, so that's who's always with us. I um it is I've missed the fact I mean Jodie Jodie Whittaker, God love her, she is she's the Henry Cavill of Doctor Who because everything was wrong for her at the time that it was her tenure. And we didn't even get Christmas specials. And I know it's a relatively new thing. Oh, no, I like the Doctor Who Christmas special. I, I, you know, it's almost like, even though I'm a classic Doctor Who fan, I I like New Who, Mm -hmm. even though I'm a classic fan, you have this feeling of it being around Christmas, even though it really wasn't. Uh, Yeah, well, I think because my sister got into it, it then became a thing um, to watch the Doctor Who Christmas special together and wait. So if it wasn't there on Christmas Day, then they didn't they didn't watch it till Boxing Day when I got there and we all watched it together. So it was uh it's a yeah, I I like it. The news is that it's back. It's he's doing what, eight episodes and a Christmas special. Mr. Tennant. Yeah. No uh, no no, he's only doing he's only doing the two he's doing two episodes. Oh, he's right. doing the the sixtieth anniversary. Russell T Davis is Oh yeah. As as producer he said this is this is what we're having. So I'm I'm glad of that. I'm glad the Doctor Who specials are back at Christmas. Very very much missed. Yeah. Right, uh what have you been watching, listening, playing, reading, that kind of business? Okay, well playing is uh, that Subway Surfers game which is celebrating its ten year anniversary because the little ones got into it. So she'd be like, I really need a wee, keep going, keep going. And of course I'm a pro from back in the day. Yeah. So she'd be like, Wow, mummy, how'd you do it that fast? But you end up seeing it in your sleep. So uh, so I've been playing that. I've now got it on my phone too. Okay, so, yeah. Um reading was the night before Christmas. Oh of course you went into school, didn't you? Oh, I didn't read a story there, though. All I right. just told a story about a little girl who catches Santa. He's so impressed. He takes her on an adventure around the world, takes her to the workshop, makes her a teddy. And mm-hmm. then if she's a good girl and she grows up, she can be an elf. And at the end, I say, do you know how I know that that story is true? Because I was that little girl and then produced the teddy mm-hmm. with a magic bag that produces sweets and talks. And I have to say, I've done it for a very long time, a long, long time. And uh, these were probably one of the most engaged children I've ever told the story to. It's a nice school, isn't it? They were on it. They were had me in stitches. I actually broke character at one point and really laughed. Uh, one of the girls shouted, I know who it is. And apparently she has speech and language problems, but she didn't then. She, and I went, who is it? She went, it's that fat man, Santa. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> totally broke character. I was laughing my head off. It was really, really good. Um, but I've been reading The Night Before Christmas to the little one. Right. And the eldest is doing a Christmas carol part for English language, English literature, GCSE. So we've been reading a bit of that. I've been watching um, Wednesday over and over and over again. You really have, haven't you? I think I've watched it three or four times now. Um, 
and every single Christmas film because we're only allowed to watch them at Christmas. So from the 1st to the 31st, Christmas, Christmas, Christmas. And we watched Troll together. We watched Troll together, yeah, which mm-hmm. was which was really good. It was definitely foreign because the way the way that people talk in it and what have you is is kind of jagged the way that the way that we would talk and operate ourselves also it was very repetitive with the they believe and they don't believe and believe them they don't believe and believe them they don't believe him make up your mind so it was a little janky but it was enjoyable wasn't it yeah and i'm on the troll side well, yeah i was definitely on the, I was yeah. a bit disappointed by the humans considering they're raised on stories of trolls and it went Things about like eating that. Christians. It ate Christians. <laughs> it ate Christians because when it heard the prayers, it reminded them of the tolling of the bells that hurt their ears. So the best way to stop that happening was to eat the priests. Yeah. Um, makes sense. But the oh, his little baby. I know. Yeah. He held his little baby. Oh, it was really good. And I really was very disappointed in humans as usual. Mm-hmm. But it was very good. It was very good. We, well, yeah, it was a big CGI nothing. It never existed. There wasn't even a man in a suit to perform. But we felt apathy for this this thing that doesn't exist. Only from the, the from you know an yeah. artist created it. Yeah, and it saved that little boy. Um, it wouldn't hurt any children because it was a creature of nature. Why hurt some? Why hurt? And innocent. Unless he prayed. If he had prayed at that point to Maybe anything other than, <laughs> do you know what I mean? He, he would have been eaten. I don't know. I don't <laughs> think he'd eat the kid. <laughs> I don't know. I was heartbroken for him. They killed his family. It was awful. Anything else? Um, Christmas music. Christmas music. I watched Initial D. Yeah, which I thought you'd spelt wrong. I was like, do you mean Tenacious D? <laughs> yeah, initial, initial D, which is... I mean, anyone who's into their Japanese cars and hill climbs and all that kind of business, uh, they're they're gonna know what initial D is. You you even watch it or you don't. Mm. You know about it, or you don't. So, what I watched was, which I didn't know existed, was a live action version of it. So it's got it's got the manga animation, and you can buy the comic books and all this carry on. But what it's not, yeah, I've never seen a a live action. So I watched it and it was. It was good for what it is. It obviously didn't cost a lot to make. It was nice to see what was, you know, everything, the car doing the things and what have you, and these little thought bubbles of, oh, I wonder what. I... But it, and it, it ends on the cliffhanger, and they never made another. And I think it's 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 from years ago. It was just on Netflix, and I saw it. Mm. But yeah, it's it, so they, they've never made any more of it. And I'm really surprised about that. It just mustn't have got the big international audience thanks to things like Fast and Furious. I'll tell you what we've not watched, and we're not going to. It's the Harry and and Meghan documentary. Yeah, I mean, uh, we know what it... For you, you're not going to watch it for a a different reason to me. I'm not going to watch it because I've got no real interest in people of privilege uh, being upset. And also, I don't like racism, so I don't want to sit there and and listen to to someone who's had a f- a hard time thanks to institu- institutional racism. And also, calling it racism sometimes when she just didn't get her own way. No, no, no. That's see, that's see, that's the reason why you're watching it. You're gonna, I'm not you, gonna watch yeah, it. but you're on the opposing view because you're. Because 
because you're a royalist. So you're going to, if you watched it, you'd watch it through eyes of, oh, look at her. Why is she doing it? Just the same as you did with Diana. Um, so I don't doubt, by the way, that there was th- some racism. There's absolutely some. was, but I also think she made situation worse for herself. I by by not being white or no by not following the rules to which she was marrying into. Yeah, but she was never prepared for them. She was. She had the dossier like everybody else, and she didn't. No, no. Someone like someone like um, Kate, her entire life has been leading up to that moment, and she would have. She had the education and the finishing school. Everything was geared towards used to at some point are going to marry, and along with that, you're just going to have to put up with the fact that your that your husband's going to be having affairs because this is just this is just business. You're entering a business partnership, and he's still going to have his life, but you you are not going to have yours. And she was prepared for that because she's wasted it all her life. Now, when you think about she doesn't wait for all life. No, when you when you think about royalty and what have you, they're meant to be the best of us, and with their people to aspire to, and and we should be like them. So when you have that view of them, and you go into the family as a person of color, and in fact, they're pretty old school racists, in in, in as much as you know. Some members of the family were SS guards. That's how. <laughs> that's how racist. What member of the family was an SS guard? Uh, what's her face? Was it the? Uh, what's it called of Kent, Duchess of Kent, when she when they had the uh, the what's it called when they had the meet when they had the the first dinner with her and she wore the racist emblem on her. On her um, on her shawl, her little brooch, little. Uh, black swallow and it was her it's her dad that was around that wasn't there was an ss guard look it up i'd look it up but but the point is yeah i'm not watching it because if you don't want to be in the limelight you want to be left alone and you don't want to talk about the things that upset you why do a documentary and two big public interviews about it that's why i don't want to watch it it's like vegetarians if you're doing it because you feel it's an unjust treatment of animals, then be a vegan. Commit to it. Or don't. It's it's not the same. She didn't choose the colour of her skin that she was about that she was born. It's everything. I met her. I think she is adorable. Yeah, yeah, just because she's okay by you, it doesn't mean that she's okay by the royal family. And this this is the thing that she's talking about. She's talking about uh the fact that she is so different. She is so different. She is not from the same G pool everyone else is from, which is which it's been for years and years and years. Here's an here's an American, and here's here's someone who who is a, is a person of color, and that was just too much. Just like you know, Diana was a little was a little relaxed, and the things that she did were a little more geared towards charities and so on and so forth which they wouldn't necessarily be a part of so you know what i mean i I think that you deliberately you you don't like diana and so you you just you look at what megan's doing and going well she should just suck it up she should just suck it up and i don't think that's that's fair that's not what i'm saying 
Right. That isn't what I just said. Okay. So you can just sit there in your wrongness and be wrong. Okay. I- I'll take that and I'll carry on. Mm. I've been listening to the Andor soundtrack because obviously <laughs> I've been listening to to Boove and the Bad Angel as well. So, you know, keeping the eclectic mix going and obviously I've been listening to Ways Blood. I've been playing uh, No Man's Sky, did the second expedition, mm. which was the blighted one, which is a lot of killing of things and what have you. Uh, got that done much quicker than I did the first, which is which is ace. But it means that I'm waiting on the next one now. The next one, I think, is the 22nd of December. I think it's the Thursday that you're coming to stay. Mm-hmm. And... That's the start of No Man's Sky next expedition. It doesn't bother me. It's fine. I will tick tock away. Okay, fair enough. I've and obviously Far Cry Six. I've been going through that because I've I've had the game for as long years. As you feed me, do you like? Fi- I'm finally playing it. I get my dinner then, don't I? That day. Yeah, you get your. Yeah, Christmas I'm going to make a. Christmas We're going to have dinner. our Christmas dinner then, aren't we? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I also got you a bottle of Blue Wicked. I've got a Bailey's. Did yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's if it comes in the in the what's called in the it's shop. So chavvy. We'll have to see. I know. There's me a royalist drinking blue wicked. That, yeah, well, exactly. <laughs> to go with your blue blood. <laughs> uh, My grandma was in service. I'm very proud of where I come from. Still love the royals. Okay. Uh, well, clearly. Uh, so uh, so yeah, that's that's that. Shall we go away and go and watch too many Christmas trees? Do let's. Let's do that. And welcome back to the Bob Blast. Hello. Did you enjoy that? I did. Good. Thank you very much. It was good. It was good. What we'll do is, I'll... Uh, <laughs> very underwhelmed by that response from you. Sorry, hang on. Take two. I did. It was really good. Thank you. Right, we'll... Uh, what we'll do is we'll go through the plot first because we can talk about what's been going on and all that carry on obviously, and then we'll we'll talk about those other little things like directing and acting. So what do we start off with? We start with with Steed having a dream mm. about too many Christmas trees, and he had the... Um, his, his imagination had the same budget as a Blue Peter got, uh, presentation, I think. Okay, because those trees, I've seen them exactly like that in something else. I'm yeah. going to have to look up what... They were probably in the background of a studio somewhere, weren't they? They're, they definitely look I like... I have absolutely seen them trees before. They could be on Morecambe and Wise or something like that. You Maybe. Just don't know. Were they BBC or ITV? I think they were BBC. They were BBC. Right? Yeah. So maybe it was... Uh, I don't know. It was It was going on back then. There's lots of variety shows and live at the London Yeah, Palladium I couldn't tell you. Maybe it was a stage play I watched on the telly. I don't know. Yeah. I have seen those trees before. Yeah, the fe- but yeah, the very uh, what's it called? Uh, he must have been a good boy as well because he got himself lots of prezzies. Oh, creepy face Santa didn't like him though. Creepy face Santa. I had a little look at that, the full face mask of Santa, and that was a thing back then. It was they, you know, you didn't just put on a false beard and moustache and ho ho ho. You had this plastic face that went over you. Really, like like him. 
Disney yeah. World with the Mickey Mouse things. It's terrifying. Yeah, if you, if you look, if you just Google it and and look at Santa masks from the sixties, they're horrid. Really? It wasn't meant to be scary. I don't think it just was. No wonder there's so many pictures of um, kids crying. In fact, after this, remind me to show you my friend's um, nephew and niece. They went to see Santa. I might have told you, and uh, it. That it wasn't Santa that burst out of the grotto, it was the Grinch. Oh dear. The kids are hysterical in oh, the I picture, bet. so I'll show you. But yeah, no, that Santa gave me the heebie jeebies. Yeah, he did, didn't he? Um, yeah, just like those, uh, you see them pictures of uh, the the Easter bunny and stuff like that, don't you? And they, they, they mm. look oh, yeah, wild. <laughs> yeah. Um, very steed receiving a picture of himself. Mm. <laughs> um, so what was going on? Oh, yeah, Emma Peel then says something unforgivable about Santa that we're not going to discuss. No. Nope. Because this would, that would make this show not child-friendly. Yes. If you watch, don't watch too many Christmas trees with young kids. Or with your missus if she's a true believer. Yeah. I'm currently wearing my Santa Comes from Lapland jacket that I got from Lapland when I went to see the big man. Yes. Uh, Freddie Marshall's dead, as as predicted by Steed in his dream. Oh yeah. So that's the first bit of weirdness because you're like, well, how, all right, whatever's going on, how how have they made Steed dream have a prophetic dream, which was very very odd. So the so the weird vibe started sort of mm-hmm. straight away, didn't they? I did write gorgeous coffee pot. It was, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. It really wasn't. It was electric. Electric coffee don't pot. Never seen one of them. No, and it was the old style cord where they're, um, yeah. yeah, where it's fabric, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, we'd have to have a little look at it. I bet you yeah, it burns through electricity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Can't afford them. Uh, Steed's, uh, we then go through Steed's Christmas cards, don't we? And yeah. we get a cheeky one from Mrs. Gale. Yeah. And he says, well, what, what you doing in Fort Knox? And, well, we all know what that is, don't we? That cheeky nod to God, the fact that they were filming Goldfinger at the time. And, of course, she's uh, Miss Pussy Galore. So maybe she wasn't called Miss Pussy Galore. Maybe it was Mrs. Gale. Undercover. Undercover. Until she was under the covers. Until she was under the covers with with Mr. Canary (laughs) rolling in the hay. Hmm. After that, we get the Bentley on the way to the party and the hand signal. We'd only just been talking about that, hadn't we? Because of Tulsa King. Yeah. The fact that it was it was a part of... It was part of my... Um, what's it called? It wasn't part of mine. Yeah, when I passed my test. Mind you, when I passed my test, there was no theory. It, he had a flip book uh, in, at the side of the car. So he got a flip book and said, what's that mean? What's that mean? What's that mean? Yeah, and that was it. Right. And I got a license for everything mm. at, the, at the same time. Tractors, trailers, seven and a half tonners, everything. Funny, right. that, isn't it? Yeah, but no, I didn't have to do that hand signal thing. Unless you would, you were, your indicators were broken, but it was just breezed over. Yeah, we, had to, we just had to demonstrate that we knew what it was. I After found the plot confusing. What's that? I did find the plot confusing. To this, yeah, because oh, because yeah, because then they go to the party because because Emma Peel had an inclination to invite him once she was invited. Yeah, but I was like, are they baddies? Are they goodies? Are they good bad guys? Are they well, bad good guys? Well, that's when you meet 
Brandon stories at, at his house, and he's you know he's got his dickens everywhere and all that. Carry it's on, brilliant. That. It's that trope of um, that, and he was he played Bob Cratchit in in Scrooge. Which Scrooge? The nineteen fifty one thing. Oh it? right, yeah. Yeah, nineteen fifty one version of Scrooge. Nice. The one's got George Cole in and what have you. Yeah, so so yeah, he was Bob Cratchit. So th- that's why they've got him in, and it's a, and it's the Christmas story and all that. But yeah, this this starts with the is he a good guy or a bad guy? Because this is a thing with the Avengers back then. Would be there would be a hapless old man, or maybe it'd be an old man that lives in a world of his own. Well, it's like the other episode we watched. I told you he was the bad guy, and you said he wasn't. He was old and past it. Yeah, yeah, nope. yeah. Well, exactly. But in this, he was the bad guy again. But you'll watch another one. Say, because I, I, I watched one recently with the tr- with with the train, the guy with the trains, and he was um, he had a signal box of his own, and he had a little miniature train that went round of his his estate, and someone else was using his his resources to jam British radars mm. uh, through a system of coffins that were buried in graveyards and a big aerial comes out and jams Goodness jams the ra- It's a whole thing going on. And in the end, Miss Beale is tied to the miniature train track and so on. You know, it started playing like one of those old silent movies. Mm. Yeah, but it, but that's the thing. Are they going to be good? Are they going to be bad? You never really know until the reveal because they kind of just... Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's a trope of the Avengers. Anyway, uh, Steed's not into the party and he... Got a date. He gets... Yeah, his his, his lids are heavy. Mum's spaghetti. And he wants to go to bed, which is a very strange thing to do the minute you, you turn up at a party, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I wrote Mrs. Peel was having none of it. She was just... She was onto it. There's something wrong. Yeah, because that is very unlike him, especially when he's been offered drinks here, there, and everywhere. Well, women. How smooth was he on that fireplace with his oh, arm he, up? He just blocked it. There was nowhere else she was going, wasn't Hello, there? No, madam. <laughs> uh, we go into the dream sequence then of him getting his head chopped off, which was which was a bit of a little freaky scene, wasn't it? Uh, the dream sequences were all a little bit all over the place. Yeah, I think that very deliberately. The di- Well, I'll tell you about the director when we get to directors. Uh, Steed mentions uh, Emma's Oliver Twist costume. Mm-hmm. You've uh, you've, well, you've filled, filled out. out, haven't you? Yeah. That's uh, that's me. <laughs> that's this one is a little a little bit more raunchy because he's already talked about the four poster bed, hasn't he? She said, uh, I've always imagined myself in one of these. And he said, so have I. And she, uh, she goes, Becky Park. <laughs> yeah. Um, I did I did write, though, even confused and discombobulated, he was still very smooth and his freshly pressed PJs were a thing to behold. Yes. They had been pressed on one of those big presses. Imagine that, yeah, back in the days when satin pyjamas were, do you know what I mean? Everything was, everything was right and proper and... That's it. I like it. I've the heart to a nostalgia I've never had. Yeah. Well, I have with my aunt. aunt but it's, yeah, it's the kind of thing that my nan would have done would have been to iron the undies of all her sons so that mm. they had ironed yeah, undies. Underwear, yeah. and, and it's just, it's definitely nothing we do now. I don't iron anything. 
I very rarely do. I, I rely on the press of the cupboard that they're in to provide <laughs> ironing. And then when I put it on, because I've got a belly, it just stretches out any, <laughs> any kind of... Uh, there you go. It's fine. Uh, after, after that, we get a, a look at Mr. Twe- uh, Teasel, and he's very creepy and very bang on. psychiatrist? The, well, he turns out to be... Yeah, he turns out to be uh, another agent that's gone to the same place doesn't he oh. and he's just being so not super sleuth but straight away you're like he's just creepy he's oh, brought yeah. into that every one of their conversations yeah, but he's very weird and creepy yeah and in, you know in the end it turns out that he's he's just a terrible spy yeah <laughs> someone get rid of him he's giving it away and it uh so now we know the audience know, thanks to the directing, that the whole thing's gone Paul McKenna. And the four of them are sitting there. It only needs three of them. So I'm not sure. You know, there's always a naysayer amongst them. I don't want to do it. I don't want to carry on with the experience. Well, you said you would. We don't need him. Well, mm-hmm. I'll have him off then. Um, so, yeah, you get to you get to see what's going on. And they are. And that's the thing. They're using a psychic ability to, to actually infiltrate people's minds and make them think certain things and and actually give uh fred poor freddie marshall a brain aneurysm aneurysm thank you very much uh so yeah it gives a whole new meaning to neuro linguistic programming (laughs) but it was very uh yeah it was real that's what the plot was so that's what you had to be scared of this thing this these kind of things were going on of course it is very dickens isn't it yeah because he was very much into the occult and what have you. He's an interesting fellow. He was an interesting fellow. Uh, so St- Steed is saved from the, the brain scramblies then by Emma smashing a glass on the floor mm-hmm. just before they can complete, you know, whatever they were going to do in front of everyone else. And then the two of them singing was brilliant. Yeah, because that's that's what happens next, isn't it? <laughs> uh, yeah, this episode, you think that Steed is the damsel in distress for a change, but it turns out he knew all along, and he was just, I wasn't sure about you, Mrs. Peel, and so on, like he like he does, and it's just like, oh right, okay. I don't know. She he just stood back while she went hi yar on those people. Well, he does. He does that a she lot. She got her four fingers in a straight line, and she karate chopped them like their bones shattered the minute she touched them man and oh whoa do it girl well how you got them ninja skills it's it's this yeah it's that the whole the whole karate chop to the back of the shoulder is is enough to take someone out she is picked up and gripped Mm -hmm. around the waist and squeezed it seems to be a thing that most uh baddies do the minute that they're up against Emma Peel. It's mm. just, I'm going to pick her up. <laughs> I'm going to squeeze her as hard as I can against mm-hmm. me. Yeah. That's 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 my plan of attack here. Well, I'll tell you what, we need to revisit all these stunt coordination sequences in all these shows, and they need to learn how she just does that one four-finger chop, because that's the end of it. Yeah, exactly. These big, hard men. Boom. Well, it's, it's one of those things. It's a trope, just like what happens next with the super-quick knockout pills. Where you you put two oh pills my gosh, yeah, into a sleep. drink and you're off. Yeah, so you don't need twenty minutes digestion or anything. I take four amitriptyline to get to sleep at night, and that that takes four hours for them to kick in. <laughs> so 
<laughs> I'm not sure what whatever those tablets are. I, it's, I don't know. Back in the day, it's probably cyanide and lead pretty, in it. Yeah, pretty belladonna. <laughs> I'm pretty sure whatever that was, if it knocks you out that quick, it gonna kill you. Yeah, isn't it? Miss <laughs> <laughs> uh, Spiel escapes uh, a gun pointed at her by being faster than someone with a trigger. Which in the wrong mirror. Yeah, that's how it's a it's a thing, isn't it? It's uh, but yeah, they go that they go then into the uh, the hall of mirrors, don't they? Mm-hmm. Which is just they just it, there's time to stop and have a little bit of fun, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It's just like yeah, we'll we'll enjoy this. That's but, where she does the four finger death chop. Yes, that's um, it's from people used to think that it was from something. I think I forgot what old film it was. I think it's an old Chinese film. The, the Hall of Mirrors, and then for some for some reason, it just everyone was using it there because it's used in Bond. It's used well, it's used in everything, isn't it? Um, bit more ruffle tumble and what have you. And this is unusual for the Avengers. They get they actually shoot and kill people, mm. which and and Steed in fact has got a gun lodged next to his ankle, uh, mm. which is what Emma Peel grabs, isn't yeah. it? Because he's over. Very very weird uh yeah we just yeah and of course i'm just saying you know dino rig doing all this rough and tumble she's probably got jennifer lawrence to thank for heading the hunger games for her to to be able to do those things right did you hear about that you told me yeah <laughs> just thought i'd slip it in uh the tear gas pen which they normally set up things every bond every series back then the, the, and tear gas don't do that it's tear gas tear gas and all that and uh in the end it's just not used it, it did it cracked didn't it and it made her it made her cry that was it it wasn't it made him cry yeah but it didn't uh it didn't it wasn't used like it was meant to be used like you'd normally go right bond here's a laser pointer that can it does something specific here's a watch that does something very specific and here's a heel of a shoe that does something specific and you just use all those towards the end you know the third act yeah well they just they just didn't do it they set it up and they just went oh yes broke in my pocket didn't use it (laughs) i was ace um so yeah, after that, it's the traditional close with them going off. I wrote that mistletoe at the end. What? Yeah, the mistletoe. So again, there's a, that's that's the. That's why as a kid I thought they were a couple. I thought it was a code name, Mrs. Peel, Mr. Steed. Yeah. I just thought they were a couple because that's how they come across. Yeah, it's it's funny, isn't it? It's funny how how, how it comes across as a kid because I thought I didn't know about Honor Blackman for years, mm. and I didn't know about Tara King. And I certainly didn't know about the colour episodes of the Avengers. Yeah. So, so yeah, because of because of ITC releasing all these things on on video back in the day, I managed to to watch them all. And you know what's weird about the colour Avengers? Mm. Uh, the the colour Diana Rigg ones. They're just on a Blackman ones redone. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. But some people, it's their favourite, and I don't. I don't think it is their favourite. I think the the best stuff is the black and white. They're just digging, digging the colour of it. I don't know. I just liked all of it. Yeah, Tara King ones. I've seen them since, and she got a lot of flack for being di- a little bit more ditzy than the others. But that's what they needed with Steed. They went the the route of how joe grant is with with the doctor and stuff mm. like that. I think, and uh, it. It was fine. It was fine. But the new Avengers. I love the new Avengers. 
Anyway, I'm going off on one, aren't I? Yeah. Um, yeah, off they go. No paperwork. No interviews with the local police. No sorting out the coroner. Nothing like that. They just go and watch some. Guys? Go and watch some cricket. I know, yeah, but they they're never call, really called in, are they? And a one horse open sleigh off the pub. Yeah. Carriage. When did they introduce mother? I've forgotten because mother's in charge, isn't, isn't he? Yeah. I, I don't know. I'm slowly going through them again because they're on BritBox. BritBox, apparently, Doctor Who is coming off on Christmas coming Day. Coming off it. Coming off it. Oh. If the, if Doctor Who comes off it, they, mm-hmm. can, they can sling the rock. Well, I got rid of it because it's just no point. Yeah. You can use my login. You wouldn't give it me. We had the whole thing. Every time I asked you for it, you told me I'd, you'd given it me. i just give it you. you just <laughs> Calm down. Uh, right, so what did we think of the acting? Um, I liked it. It's very natural betwixt them. Um, he's suave and she's ace. Very good. It was just, I'd never seen that one before. Um, it was nice. Okay, yeah. yeah. They were chill. They were more chill than usual with each other. Uh, no, because I, I think there's a little run. There's definitely, they were more cheeky than the right, usual. Yeah, they were cheeky then. Definitely more cheeky. But that kind of, there's something about the scripts of the Avengers that are just... They're, they're like poetry. The the thing, it's so unusual. And the, the delivery of them is, is as if this is how these two people speak. And they're always clever. And they're always witty. And they, they deliberately don't hear things when they don't need to. It's just... A bit like you. It's weird. I love it. Like in, like in the eagle's nest when he's... It's just there's lots of things where what 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 shade of what what shade of lipstick is this? And she's like, sins of youth. Sins of youth sounds more like an accusation. It's just things like that that make it it's very yeah, it's very good. I love the Avengers. Mm, well I'm, that that little bit there will make people laugh because I yeah. 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 Just like you. Always clever, always witty. Listens no, not, when you need to. Not at all. I, I I've got a terrible memory that nowadays just leaves me when it when it wants to and i know what it is now what is it dave ADHD. uh john yeah patrick mm-hmm. Mooney. we didn't see him uh again we saw him in view to a kill because he was very much typecast he was in a, a what's it called though he was in a franchise with paul hogan thunder in paradise oh yeah he's in all three of them right yeah so worth watching them again at some point i think yeah. for for two reasons now uh obviously diana rigg was in uh, On Her Majesty's Secret Service. It was probably the biggest thing that she was in again. She she did a lot of theatre and she's, you know, everyone sort of remembers her from, uh, what's it called? Uh, Game of Thrones. So Game of Thrones? Yeah, Game of Thrones. She's the, she you know, with the... the oh, pur- she's the grandma, isn't she? The purple wedding where uh, Joffrey gets, you know, dies. Yeah. It's her that did it. She, is she the grandma? Yeah, of of what's her face, Natalie Dormer. What's Natalie Rath- Dormer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so she was she was brilliant in that. Um, where are we, Doctor Felix Teasel? He uh, he's just been in this and that. You had Janice Crane again. She was strange angles for that woman. Yeah, that was uh, Janet Jeanette Sturk, and she was yeah she was about again. Yeah. I mean, she looked familiar, but I couldn't think what I knew her from. That Martin. Trasker, played by Alex Scott, we will see him loads. The main psychic 
mm. the one that seemed to be in charge other than oh yeah yeah he's in zoo we've just seen him in the zoo gang oh yeah because he's got a french look about him hasn't he he's in the persuaders and and jason king all them so we, we're going to see him loads and obviously i did say brandon's story was he did lots of horror and he was bob cratchit the night 51 scrooge i might know him from horror stuff as well then i think they were yeah i think they were all as always the cast are very good in these things it's it's very rare you get someone who's who stands out from being awful Mm. they all do the thing that they're they're meant to do and like i say patrick mcnee was just and and obviously diana rigg they were just perfect together weren't they directed by roy ward baker and he did a night to remember you know the titanic the one that the titanic film that everyone saw back in the day um and he also directed asylum which is one of my favorite i thought it was a hammer house horror but it's not Mm. it's it's another studio i've forgotten what they're called i don't know i've got amateurville in my head but it's not no it's it's not not what they're called Hammer is it an a anyway yeah asylums robert powell Herbert Lom, people like that, and it's, mm-hmm. it's these little stories within an asylum. Uh, Robert Powell's the new, what's it called, the new psychiatrist there, mm-hmm. and he's got to identify who the ex um, or the previous person was that was running the asylum. He's now mad, and he's, he has to visit each one of them and listen to their story and guess who it is. Uh, it's great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we should watch that one, you know. I I think I've watched that one. I bet you've watched it a lot of times, to be honest. Um, yeah, and I, I, I am a very big Robert Powell fan. He's he did lots of horror after that, and he's you can see that because this one's about the occult, isn't it? And mm-hmm. he's done lots of persuaders and Jason King protectors, all that carry on. Um, the you could see the dream sequences in that, the sort of artsy, horrible shots that he made that were quite sinister. So, yeah, you, you could see all that. The The music and theme. Um, the the theme tune to this is called The Snake. It's a, it's a, it's a bit... It's the middle bit of a, of a bigger piece, mm-hmm. and it's by Laurie Johnson, who did the music for things like Doctor Strangelove, Anchorman, The Legend of Ron Burgundy, and he did the New Avengers and stuff like that. Mad that, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Still, still about doing his thing. Um... Is there anything about the directing that stood out for you, or? Um, I, no, I wrote that I liked the freshly pressed PJs. I thought that was a good thing to have in. Right. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. Fair enough. And so that would have been. But again, yeah, that's the. Uh... Oh yes, that was it. Janice, bad angles. Dave said gothic. I said mustache. Yes, they were deliberately lighting from Weird. down below, weren't they? No, to, up to above. Give... Oh, right, up above. Yeah, so I suppose it's opposite to the hooded, isn't it? Yeah, it was yeah. up above, but the angle it was at, because of the dress she was in, it made it look like she was some sort of blob woman with yeah. no limbs. It was weird. I like horror. That wasn't horror lighting. Fair dues. I think he was... Uh, it was... Yeah, but it was... Too. Yeah, but it was... It was different, and I think the thing is he wasn't leaning on horror. He was leaning on subversion so that you feel weird. And I think that that's what he did with the lighting, isn't it? I think it? it was unfair to not have her facial hair removed because she's a very dark-haired person if you're going to light her like that. Okay. So, no, that was not cool. Oh, fair enough. What do you think? Have you given it anything for bonus? Yeah. Um, 
I like the my word my word you've filled out. Uh, <laughs> it's not right, is it? The mistletoe at the end. Um, I loved her matching winter furs. Yes. Oh my gosh. And they will have been real back then as well. Not that I would want real furs myself, but I just like the outfit she had on. Yeah. Very cool. Um uh, that was that yeah, that was it. It was really good. I was watching it again. It's I was watching it and I had to remind myself to make notes every now and then. You know, I like the funny quips. Um I found it a little bit too confusing. Who's the bad guy? Are you good bad guys or bad good guys? It's just a thing that they were. But it was a bit Avengers it was did. a bit too much with the hypnotizing and stuff like that. So I only give it a hundred out of hundred and twenty. Okay, fair. And not with twenty off for I've given it a hundred and I've given it a hundred and ten. Uh, the bonuses for me is the fact that this is this is the cool Britannia. It's it is its own universe, and it's it goes on to influence TV and film for years. That kind of that, that kind of thing you cannot bottle. The magic that they produced cannot cannot be copied because they tried with the film, didn't they? It's the same team of writers, the same act, same directors, and. And what have you, and they just—they you cannot get what that was. That was only going to exist at that time. That mm-hmm. thing. Um, it also got bonus points because it's a reusing of a set. I just watched Ca- uh, Castle DF with um, another Avengers episode, mm-hmm. and it's the, exactly the same building <laughs> for uh, for pretty much most of the shots. And I, I like that kind of thing. Castle they were in. I've seen that in. Something I else. thought it was the I thought it was the f- f- over at the um, Frankfurter's place over at the Frankenstein. Mm-hmm. That's what I thought it was, but I'm not sure how long they had the um, that gl- that what's called observation room that you see the big glass room. Mm-hmm. That is that is an actual feature of that castle. So I'm not mm-hmm. sure how long that's been there or whether whether it was built after i don't know but i suppose it's of a look 13 years after yeah yeah so maybe not maybe not but it's 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 that kind of look isn't it it did have a look of it and i thought oh i wonder if that's it but i keep seeing it in my mind's eye i think i've seen that castle yeah somewhere fair dues so i mean i don't i don't have to ask really but i'm going to as a matter of um uh, as a matter of procedure You'd watch more of this, yeah, yeah. I like the Avengers. I'm I'm going through I'm going through more. I know this is something that you already know. So for for next time, it's going to be something that you don't know again. Okay, good luck with that. Maybe the Protectors with Robert Vaughan, who I, who I thought because I'd only ever read his name, I thought his name was Robert Vagan for <laughs> such a long time. And then he was in an interview that his his name is is Robert Vaughan, and I was like, ah, oh, that makes more sense. Not Vegan then, Vaughan. Okay, I'll have to <laughs> get me head round that from now on. <laughs> it's like Gal Gadot. I call him the Gal Gadot, but it's it is Gal de Gadot. No, it's Gadot. It's there's a hard T on it. No, it's not. You sure? Yeah. All right. Gal well, Gadot. Well, people are people are saying it differently. I'm gonna have to listen to her way of doing it. Uh, okay. My name is Gal de Gal. <laughs> Why does everyone sound like that today? Like Eartha Kit. That was a terrible Eartha Kit. Oh, I can't. I say if I can do Eartha Kit. Okay. Okay. Um, right. Well, that's that then. But thank you very much. Happy Merry Christmas, New Year. I hope you're having a good time and that you 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 
you're eating crackers and filling stockings and things, whatever it is that everyone's doing. You do eat crackers as well. Don't look at me like that. Okay. <laughs> I've got a, a box of crackers up there, which the, Joseph saw, and he wants to start popping them. He's going to have to just wait a minute, isn't he? Popping them? them? Yeah. What does that mean? Because it's not the edible oh, crackers. Oh, Christmas crackers. Christmas crackers, right. yeah. I was, I was get, getting it all mixed up in my head. Obviously. That's why you're looking at me like that, isn't it? It is, yes. Uh, yeah, so so Merry Christmas, everyone. Yes, Merry Christmas. Joyce, Nicole, and Feliz Navidad, and all those Merry Christmas things, baby. Yes, and if you don't celebrate Christmas, I, I just hope that you like the, the few days off that you've got and what have you, and you do you. Season's greetings, whether you celebrate it or not. Yeah. Oh, happy Yule. Happy what? Yule, it's the solstice, isn't it, soon? So <laughs> I know, yeah. I was, I was waiting to do a me and a you and a whole thing, but I couldn't be bothered in the end. I'm t- you're, we're trying to wrap this up and I'm chunnering on. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Bye.